Hello everyone and welcome back to the Pirate Spiel. I hope you all are doing great and I hope you are ready to hear a really interesting and kind of tricky story. So let's jump right into it. I'm Bailey Shields and I will be telling you a tale today. This is a little disclaimer. This is a kind of not graphic but just upsetting story it's kind of unbelievable to think that somebody is able to do something like these people in this story did so please beware if that is something that you do not want to hear about please click off there will be plenty more content for you to watch listen and read on patentbuilttoday.com so let's just jump into it so this story is about the murder or suspected murder of Michaela Jones. This is not a 100% closed case as of right now. It's still kind of active. It happened earlier this year. And as far as any updates that I have been able to find, they are still working on collecting evidence for this trial. So let's get into it. Michaela Jones was 18 from Farmington, Missouri. If you don't know where that is, that is about an hour and 15 to 30 minutes south of here. She was reported missing on May 8th of this year, um, but she was but she was a suspected runaway for five days um, before that. So she went missing, and then her parents, five days later, decided to finally report her as missing. There were people that saw her in a small town uh, about 30 minutes away but when they did see her there was no report of her and obviously they aren't psychics so they can't tell that something bad was going to happen. RSRO officer Officer Mooney has been super, a super good resource for me to understand more about cases that I research and he told me that police officers usually start investigating immediately but the problem is is she was not a minor and it was five days after she had went missing so that window of her being able to be found alive was slim to none before she was reported missing by her family she her mom was very convinced that she was a good kid never did drugs never partied with people that were bad never did anything so when this whole case happened she was almost in complete denial um, not thinking that this could be her kid she was found eventually uh, right off of Highway M in the woods. She was found not alive, she was found dead in Washington County on May 20th. But she was not actually like worked up by a coroner or pathologist until the next day. Um, the missing persons case was closed that day and a homicide opened. The Washington County Sheriff was sure that she had passed away from an accidental drug overdose. That was until two individuals were arrested. Both of the men were charged with a multitude of charges, including abandonment of a corpse, tampering with physical evidence, and obstruction of an investigation. One of these men, this is kind of the story that they were given. Disclaimer, this man is suspected to have lied to the police. This is why he got charged with obstruction of justice and or an investigation. His story was that he woke up at 5 a.m. and found Michaela dead in a house in Caledonia. Caledonia is a very small town with very little crime. Out of all the times that I've personally been there, I have never even seen a cop car. It is a tiny town that usually only attracts tourists and the very little population that lives there. There are literally, there's one main drag and um, there's a few shops and 
a candy store and a restaurant that's about it that's all that caledonia and a chapel i think i think there's a wedding venue there but that's all that they have to offer so he woke up and found her dead at 5 a.m now researching i love to go this may sound really weird but i love starting on true crime tiktok because it gives me a foundation of things that i need to debunk things that i should look further into and i actually found this case on tiktok and the first thing that i looked up when i the first thing that like i saw when i looked up her name was her actual account and the last video that she posted was really early like 1 2 3 a.m the day that she had died so must have went to sleep and a few hours later he woke up and found her at 5 a.m this heads up this is where it gets kind of uncomfortable graphic kind of unbelievable so just another warning if that gets to you please do not keep listening just click away i don't want to make you uncomfortable after the two found her they decided that the smartest thing to do which it's not smart at all please do not ever think this or do this that it would be smart to wrap her in a comforter put her in the trunk of the car so that they could go dump her body off of the highway then after they dumped her body they proceeded to go back to the house and destroy any drug evidence this is where they're caught in the lie as of right now there's really no like true story of what we know happened all we have is what these guys say and they're suspected to not be telling the truth so obviously Michaela's family has something to say about this Michaela's mom decided to have a second autopsy done because she was in a lot of denial because she believed that her daughter could never die from a drug overdose it was suspected that she was on drugs at the time that she had died but the second autopsy found that it was just enough to be present but not enough for her to overdose. So she was doing drugs, but she wasn't doing them enough to actually kill her. So that's where the story kind of doesn't line up as to her overdose. They didn't just wake up and find her dead because of an overdose. There's That's what the toxicology report says. That's what the um, coroner said, the private coroner that the family hired. The amount of drugs just weren't enough to kill her. She had fractures and other injuries on her head and like knees, but due to the state of the decomposition, because she had been out there for so long, the pathologist really couldn't tell where they were from or if they were, if they were from before she died or if they were from them transporting her body. They couldn't tell just because of how long it had been that she, how long she had been sitting out uh, by the highway. They did raise a red flag though. The one thing that those injuries did do, they kind of raised this idea that they could very well have happened before she died. So it kind of raised a red flag for homicide. And of course the family, I'm not saying that this is for every case. I'm not saying that the victim's family is wrong, but the family, um, in cases like these, we do see that there is foul play involved with these two men also being involved. These two men are also grown, like in their 20s. They aren't teenagers like she was. She was just freshly 18, um, like just out of high school, about to graduate. Her mom truly thought that there was no way that there was no foul play involved, which we see a lot in these cases with missing persons come up dead cases they definitely um do believe that there is foul play involved in there there sometimes is there sometimes isn't it really is just what the family believes 
I did try to find some current news, like what there was a trial or anything, but the in the last month, the attorney's office that has been working this case, the Washington County Attorney's Office, has been still, like, are still collecting evidence from the case. And that was as of August 16th, I believe, was the last time that they had put out a report. I scoured the internet to find any trace of any other information, trials, statements, anything that had been said, if a true story actually came out, if they found out what actually happened. And as of right now, we are still waiting on a trial. So there really is nothing more other than she was found dead, suspected overdose, but there wasn't enough to be an overdose. So it did raise a flag for homicide and they're still collecting evidence. That is the end of our story today. I hope you all enjoyed and I hope you all know and can see from this case. Please be careful of who you are around and know who you are going with. I hope you all enjoyed this episode and I hope you come back for another episode. I hope you enjoyed today and I hope that you come back for another episode of any of our podcasts that we have here at Pattonville today. My name is again Bailey Shields and I'm the multimedia audio editor for Pirate Press and PattonvilleToday.com. I hope you all have a wonderful rest of your day. Happy listening to any other podcast that you may or may not listen to. Bye!